Hi, it's Allie. And Mackie. And we're the Beck Girls. And welcome to our podcast. Yeah, new intro, crushing. Okay, so today we wanted to talk about friendships. And to lead that, we decided to look up that age-old toast that you hear uh, about friendships. Allie, hit it. There are good ships, there are wood ships, the ships that sail the sea, but the best ships are friendships, and may they always be... Well, will they always be? Ah, we don't know. I think, but I mean, I think the sentiment rings true. You know, we're 20-something. Like, where do you start making friends? You know, and I think this is a conversation I have with my existing long-standing friends. You know, and I think they fall into three categories, right? How do we make friends? Like, whether we're moving or starting a new job or just, you know our friends move away or whatever how do we keep friends and then how do we kind of decide and determine to move away from friends yeah and I think like well for some people that move away like first starts with college like how do you make friends in college and you think it's going to be hard and looking back you're like that was the easiest time to make friends in my life of course because you like well both of us being college athletes it's like built-in friend group I have 20 best friends right there with like the girls on the team but then you like you're just able to make friends wherever in your dorm in classes totally walking around i mean you're obviously just like it's ripe for social interaction i always used to say if you if people didn't want to be your friend in college they were kind of like just rude you know I was like okay sorry do you know everybody here on this campus okay like you're gonna judge me for trying to be friendly and like you know introduce myself you're sitting next to somebody in class you're yeah walking down the mall or in the student union or whatever um I think people are just way more open to like conversation and you know hey I don't know anybody here you don't know anybody here yeah it's so funny though because I remember like freshman year coming in as as an athlete and then all these other people that I'd met in my dorm were like hey where's the party at athlete you know where everything is and then they all like joined sororities and I was like you don't hit me up anymore (laughs) totally hey where's the party at sorority greek life like like, hello (laughs) can I come to your parties now the tables have turned you know that's funny when I was in college like it was kind of our whole campus I mean large state school very much divided in like the you either partied with the student athletes partied with the greek life greek life was huge at the University of Maryland. Probably not as big as some other Greek-like place. But anyways, you were very much in these, like, caste systems. And, like, you know, I probably went to three or four Greek life parties in my entire four years. Mm-hmm. Everything else was just, like, teams just kind of commingling. But anyways, yeah, really easy to make friends in college. Really easy to go out and have a good time and create good memories. And then I think, like, either post-college, you're in that city and people stay there. Mm-hmm. Or you go home. hmm or you just go somewhere completely random. And those are the people that I'm like, God bless your soul, because that sounds like the hardest thing <laughs> so ever. Yes. And I think while we both didn't really do that, that like I'm currently in that situation where I'm in a place where I really don't know that many people. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you make new friends? And I'm honestly going about it like the college way. I'd be like, hey, you're new here too. You want to be my friend? It's not working as thought as I thought it was going <laughs> well, to be. Well, you know, going back to like, so when I graduated, I moved home. And like, I very much remember I kind of had my like 20-something friendships where, you know, you're just kind of like, hey, I'm kind of 
I have free time on my hands. I don't really have like a huge heavy workload, whatever. Like your Taco Tuesday friends, you're like, you know, bar hopping friends. But you, did you come home right after college or you went abroad, right? Yeah. So I think we did kind of have really different experiences with that like young oh, yeah. professional making friends. Like I did come home and I probably have like four or five friends that I just kind of pal, well, probably a little bit more, but I had a couple different groups that I palled around with. And those were high school friends where we all came back home and yeah. in the same area. And that was like my 20 something memories, you know? Um, whereas you kind of. It's funny you say that because I was just visiting who I'd call my best friend, uh-huh. Jess. And she's like, do you have any high school friends? And I was like, honestly, no, I have one. And it's funny you say this now because that's could be why. Like I never came home to reconnect with them. So, which is crazy because, like, I was just telling mom the other day, I the majority of my friends, my best friends, friends are high school friends, and mine are college. This is so funny. Yeah, it is really well. It also, I mean, I went super out of state, like across the world, you know, and so world that was dramatic, but you know, I did go from California to the east coast and back, yeah, as opposed to you going Orange County to LA, then abroad, I guess, but yeah, anyways, okay, so. So keeping those friendships, you know, you moving away and then what? Like when we get back into a new situation, new like workflow, how do we make friends there? Yeah, I think so like going on the making new friends, mm-hmm. I think like there's a couple ways to go about it. And I'm curious on how other people do it because I'm not an expert. But what I have been trying to do to just be like spread my network, mm-hmm. especially um, – for those that don't know, I'm getting my MBA. So it's all about networking, right? They, I literally am taking a class about networking, which is hilarious. But, and I consider myself a pretty sociable person. But what I find is that, like, I just think so many people are like, oh, I don't need more friends. So, like, when you go to a new place, and that's the place where these people are from, mm-hmm. they're like, well, I already have my friends. And right. I don't really need this random person coming in. It's so hard to break in. Yeah, I already have my happy hour group. I don't yes. need you. Yes. Yeah, stranger. It's uh, it's really interesting. And so what I've tried to do is I, like, tell people, like, oh, I just moved to Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I know someone. And I'm like, connect me to them. Totally. Like, right now. And it's funny the people that will say, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, here. And I put you in a group chat. And then there's others that, like, forget. And I'm like, please put me in a group chat with uh, that person. Yeah. I mean, there's good connectors and there's bad connectors. Yeah, yeah. But we just love a good connector. But it's funny. Like, I've gone on a couple, like, first date coffee dates with girlfriends. Uh-huh. And then I'm like... That was amazing. Totally. And then I never hear. Well, to, and then it's like, do I reach out? Do you reach out? And it's very, I mean, I'm sure that is like a, a very akin to dating, but you're like, okay, am I a nag? Am I desperate? Like, is this. Am I desperate for totally. friends? Totally. Do you not like me as much as I liked you? I like, know. let's be friends. I actually have one of my really good friends moved. As soon as she graduated from college, she just, I mean, her husband was, um, in the Navy. And so they moved, I think like Texas to Virginia, now back to Texas and all of these places. I mean, like COVID aside, like she's having to like make new friends and her kids are in that age where it's like, she's not in the PTA. So she doesn't have any mom friends really that she knows, you know, I I don't know. So she's going through the same thing. And it's like, you know, she invites a bunch of people over for dinner and like people bail last minute or like, don't show up. And I know you had a very similar situation Yes. For Thanksgiving, I don't know if we want to talk about it. Salt in the wound. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a moral stories. It's really hard to make friends, but I do think, like, this is one thing that Greg Beck, um, our dad, says all the time: is like 
just put yourself in situations that you want to do things. Totally. So, like, that's what I think I want to aspire to do. Maybe 2022 will be my thing. It's just, like, sign up to things alone. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Do things alone, and then hopefully you meet other people doing things alone, and then your friends. Yeah, that is his dating advice also, where it's like, oh, on a weekend, what would you want to be dating, doing with your significant other? Go do that, and yeah. then maybe that's how you'll meet friends. Yeah, so. But I think on top of making friends, it's also, like, keeping friends is really tough. Yeah. Especially, like, college and high school friends. But then, like, like I just said, you just meet someone, it's like, how do I maintain that relationship? Yes. My my favorite adult friendship that I made, like, out of high school, out of college, we were in a wedding together, and we just kind of, like got to I see each other because you're in someone's wedding and you're like seeing each other every like six months for or probably less like three months for a wedding activity engagement party bachelorette blah 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 but we um became good friends after that and she actually has a really good analogy about like keeping and maintaining friendships and she basically it's your friendship has everyone's friendship has a battery so like just like a phone battery would, you know, you can charge it up and like, let's say you charge it up with a a weekend getaway or a really nice long phone call or just a good reconnection dinner, you know, but like certain things happen, you get in a fight, you don't talk very long or, um, or excuse me, don't talk very often, have like long periods of silence and your battery just kind of like drains and drains and drains. And, you know, you can always get a good recharge during one of the things that I said earlier, a good wine night, whatever. You can always go back to a hundred, you know, but there are moments where you're just so depleted, like 5%. And then there is that moment where your phone battery is just like totally dead and your phone is dead and your phone has died and you can't, you know, you can't come back from it. So your friendship's dead, your battery's dead, etc. And so, but I always kind of think about that. And, you know, I think I walk away from like friendship or like conversations with my close circle and I'm like, ah, my battery's so full. Like, you know, and you actually like feel, feel better. Like, like you a little, feel like, that battery. Warmth. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm sure you feel that way. Just having spent a couple days with Jess. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, you just have to water it like a little plant and make sure that it nourishes and grows and stuff. Yeah, yes. So something. like you meet someone new and you're like, oh gosh, I really like, we had a really nice coffee date. Okay. Your battery's at like 25%. And so you're like, okay, cool. Well, like, you know. Yeah. What next? Totally. Yeah. And like, it's hard because in these new friendships, your battery probably is ne- it's never at a hundred percent. You don't, you don't know each other very yeah, long. Exactly. Right. Like, so it's like, you're kind of building it up to 25 to 50 to 75%. And then, you know, just hanging on to, to what you have. Yeah. So how to keep friends. I think for me, it's like reaching out. Like, okay, so for, I don't know if other people feel this way, but I sometimes feel like, oh, well, they never reach out to me, so I'm not going to reach out to them. Well, oh, guess yes. what? Then you don't have friends anymore. Totally. <laughs> yep. So like sometimes I would just bite the bullet and be like, I'll reach out, I'll reach out, I'll reach out. Uh-huh. And so like if they say no... That says more about them and they, you know what I mean? It's not really my fault. Yeah. Even though it's hard not to think that way. It's like, all right, well, I tried, whatever, whatever. Well, I think you and I are both like a very connector kind of like team oriented is the wrong word, but like, you know, we, we like bringing people together and organizing mm-hmm. things, but like to your point, it, sometimes it's exhausting. Yeah. I I had this very similar conversation with, um, a friend over the weekend for dinner and I was like you know you just stop asking after a while and and I guess that's really you're being like hey you know like this is not important enough 
to me, I, I guess. I don't know. And so when does that situation happen? Our parents actually have a group. They used to have like a group of like 10 couple friends and like one of them just kind of shattered the glass, which is an analogy from how I met your mother, but on another couple and they said they never invite us anywhere they never invite anybody anywhere so we just are going to stop socializing with them yeah because you want it to be like a reciprocating relationship that is of course the dream but you know I think to your point where it's like yeah connecting of course it's always nice to be invited but you know like I don't know how realistic is that especially for people I think like you and I who are a bit or who are more on the organizational side of like planning those things with our friends yeah well, this is like segueing into like the last point that I, like we wanted to cover, which will probably be a lot of this segment because it for me, I'm very passionate about this is like, when does a friendship no longer serve you? Like, when is it just like you wanting to be this person's friend and they're not reciprocating? Totally. And it like honestly started with um, our, our mom. She like, she was all sad. And I was like, what's up, mom? She goes, oh, Mrs. So-and-so is in town and I saw it on Instagram and I wasn't invited. Like, doesn't, does that ever happen to you? Does that make you sad? I'm like, uh, hell yeah, that makes me sad. <laughs> you know how many times you see people doing things on Instagram and you're like, fuck them. I was not invited. I feel like shit. Yep. And it's just like, I invite you and I do things. Yep. Why aren't you inviting me? And I go, and then I was like, thinking about it more. I'm like, oh my God, a second grader gets sad. Like, I wasn't invited to Missy's yes. birthday. So like, I think it's, it's definitely a relatable thing. And it's like, you just, I guess it happens at all ages. And I think it's just like, when does it not serve you? So what I kind of tell people, and I had a similar conversation with my roommate who was free, fresh out of college living in like, so her, we live in Palo Alto, my roommate and I, and like her friends live in San Francisco. And she goes, I always text them to hang out. Yeah. I'm now my roommate. Yeah. I always text them to hang out and they never respond or they just blow me off. And I see them hang out all the time. And I'm like, I was like, really like this happens to me all the time Uh I feel the same way and so what I've kind of tried to do has been like I'll I'll try to be the bigger person for so long and then I just can't do it anymore and I and I don't like tell them like oh my god you're not my friend I just go like all right I'm no longer gonna reach out totally mental note like yeah you're draining my battery right every yeah and I felt it was awful like my roommate started to cry and it made me want to cry because I felt the same way like sometimes and I was like so it's just hard because like in other people's world, like, sometimes you're not serving them. So then, like, they kind of cut you out. And I don't even know if it's on purpose, but it's just like, all right, well, your schedule's tough. So yes. it's really hard for me to see you. And they, like, make excuses. And I'm sure I've been on the other end mm-hmm. of this. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like, let's, well, for your roommate, her friends could be thinking, oh, gosh, but, like, you know, it's just going to be an hour of dinner, getting our nails done or whatever. And, like, oh, we won't invite her because it's such a trek for her. Like, we don't even want to, like, uh, you know, we don't want her, her to make feet, like, whatever. Yeah. But then you're like, well, I would prefer if I could just decline the invitation myself, you know? And then, like, I – because I even had a similar situation where, like, I was getting really sad not being invited to, like, certain things. And I brought it up to the friend that was kind of, like, withholding my thing. And she was like, well, I just thought that you didn't want to come, like, that it would be awkward for you. And there's, like, more to dive into that. But that's, like, a very personal kind of – really identifiable situation with that friend. So, but anyways, but like, I was like, see, this is why we need to like talk about things that like, and I was festering for probably like 
three years, like years. a long time. Yes. And I, it was just really hurting my feelings. And I was like, I have to say something and you know, whatever. And so, um, have, you know, was able to join on this thing that I w- was felt like I was being unincluded in. Yeah. And I had a great time. I know. You know, and it was great. But, you know, you never know until you have that conversation. But, like, so it's so funny that they're probably thinking one thing, you're probably thinking the other, but it doesn't it exclude that emotion. And yeah. I think, like, again, the rabbit hole of social media, it's like a whole nother thing to have it, like, thrown in your face. Like, yes. And Mackie and I have talked about this, and I think it's a whole other podcast topic, but, like, even the concept of Snapchat, like, we, I didn't have Snapchat when I was in high school, and so if I didn't get invited to a party on a Friday, Saturday I night, no idea. no idea until Monday morning, and I was like, oh, well, there's not much to do about it now. I had a great weekend. As opposed to you, like, like now, live. yeah, you're like <laughs> sitting at home, like, you know, watching a movie with your parents or whatever <laughs> you do on weekends. And you're sitting there getting just bombarded with notification after notification of like things that you were actively not included in. Yes. And it's just like, holy moly. Yes. It goes back to like when I was in third grade, I remember I tried not to invite somebody to my birthday party, but I was handing out invitations in school and my teacher pulled me aside because I had one for this person. And I just didn't want to give it to her because she was mean to me that day. And I was like, you can't come. And I just like put the thing. And my, my teacher pulled me aside. And I was like, I don't want her to come. And she's like, you can't do that. Like, you're just not going to like not invite this yeah. person. And so, but anyway, so we all get really petty about that kind of so. stuff. But it's like you're bad. You're thinking about your battery. And it's like, what is the straw that breaks the camel's back of like, okay, you've not invited me to five things. And now I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And without, like, you know, I have no idea who will even listen to this podcast. Sure. But, like, I, you know, sometimes you call people out and they're, like, they're either, like, Allie's relationship, oh, my God, I did not know this was affecting you totally. so much. Or it's, like, oops, oops, or mm-hmm. this is actually your fault and no longer my friend. And then it goes, okay. Yeah. And, you know, it, it might hurt for a little bit. Again, sounds like breakups. It might hurt, but then it's, like, whatever. Like, everyone, you'll you'll find friends and, like... It's just, I don't know. It's just such a, a struggle and a pain to be like, feel like you're always reaching out. Totally. And you're just like getting nothing in response in return. And I'm like, well, okay, now you're no longer on my friend list. Yeah. Be crossing them off. <laughs> yeah, she's with a Sharpie. Um, yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, I guess you could have like big blow ups or like, I think just again, diving into this like social media stuff. Yeah. Like if someone is constantly either just like, or... They're going down a different, like, lifestyle path. Like, I actually had that recently where someone, I like, every time we reconnected, I was just, like, in my head, like, I don't agree with anything that you're doing, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, we were friends once, and, like, you know, that was great. Like, could it have been a friendship of convenience? Because I saw her really a lot, yeah. a lot, you know? Who knows? But, like, I didn't really know how to exit that. And I, I will completely own that, like, I handled it the absolutely wrong wrong way where I just kind of, like, disappeared off the face of the earth for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, what – yeah, what is a friendship-ending situation? But, like, I, I don't know. Just I could go for days about, like, specifically what was – what this our conversations ended up being the same thing all the time yeah. ended up being like hey oh what's going on with so and so i'm like i don't know i moved on i haven't seen them in like 3 years like yeah, yeah whatever like got to go um so yeah I, how to end friendships who knows i do not know yeah. uh, 
Because all of mine have ended uh, in a blow up. So that's on me. Oh, you are more confrontational than I. I am. And it's because I just, I speak my mind. Yes. And I just don't. And it's so funny. I, <laughs> for this class I'm telling you guys about, about networking, it's all about like how to get your dream job, how to yeah. network your way there. Yeah. And one of the things was a self-reflection. And it was like, what would your friends say about you? So what did I do? I called one of my friends. Yes. I go, hey. What would you say about Bridget, me? What would yeah. you say about me? Uh-huh. And she was just like. Um, I think I'm actually gonna try to pull it up, but she was just like, "You're funny and you're really hardworking," and then this part really killed me. And she goes, "And you tell it like it is." And I was like, "Wow, I guess everyone knows this about me. I thought I was just sneaky about me. <laughs> I thought I had so much tack and composure." Yeah, that's funny. And it was actually hilarious. She's like, "Yeah, you're just pretty blunt," and I'm like. At least everyone will know how they stand on my list. You know what's funny? I used to, my friend in college, Leanne, um, she used to say, I was always the person who was like, get your shit together. Like, we're going out and you don't have your wallet. I'm pissed. Like, get your shit, like, whatever. And she was like, you are just so, so no nonsense. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because I think now I've totally turned into like a very... You are now changed. Like yes. diplomatic, compassionate, patient. I don't know where this patience came from, but just all of a sudden, I'm probably coaching 12 and under girls. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I feel like she... That's funny because you are not like that anymore. I, I definitely... I mean, it, when it gets to a certain point, I, I guess like do or die. Obviously, I like had this kind of confrontational situation with this one person. But that was after three years of me subliminally just like mm-hmm. t- telepathically communicating with them. Yeah. That my feelings were hurt. So it's so funny. I think that's a lot about like, I don't know if anyone reads Brene Brown and I am going to be a poser because I've not read it. But uh-huh. I listened to her TED talk. Yeah. About like the stories you tell yourself. Yeah. So it's like, this happens even with Allie and I like, in my head, I'm like, um, she hung up on the phone weird. Uh, she probably <laughs> hates me. Or like, did I say something to affect her? And then I'll like talk to her later that day. And she's like, oh yeah, sorry. There was a cop. So I just hung up the phone. Yeah, like, yeah, know? yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's so many times where like things are misconstrued, which is hilarious. Are you talking like, about Benet Brown swimming? The, yeah, the, the swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With her husband. Yes. Yes. So good. Right. Um. But it's, like, so many times we're, like, telling ourselves, like, oh, my God, that person must hate me. Or, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did I do anything wrong or whatever? In their head, it could literally be, like, absolutely nothing. Or there's something there. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, you have to at least have the conversation to see what happens. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because I feel like this is basically what therapists are paid to do. It's just, like, help you not tell yourself and spiral these stories. Like, honestly, like, I've recently seen a therapist and... It's, like, been really helpful for me because I'll, like, say something. She's like, well, have you thought about it from this angle? And I'm like, no, because I want it my way. And it's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, ooh, that's a good point. Here's the deal. There's one narrative here, okay? And it's mine. (laughs) That's helpful. Yeah, good for you. Proud of you. Um, No, but it is, yeah, the stories that we tell ourselves. And, I mean, I guess you just have to be really, like, uh, trusting in that relationship with those people to be able to have those conversations probably, yeah. you know, of like, Hey, has this friendship changed? Like, you know, obviously it was great when we were roommates and we lived two doors down from each other mm-hmm. and whatever, got to do all this stuff all the time, but now it's a little bit less convenient, right? For like, sure. okay, so now you move in Palo Alto and we're in San Francisco or, you know, whatever it is. And yeah. it's like, things get a little bit more difficult. Or and like my friends in, um, Bloomington, yeah, where I lived previously to uh, Palo Alto. Like, honestly, like I feel like the only communication we have is like sending memes, which totally. keeps your battery alive. Uh-huh. But I'm like, 
hey, like, you guys want to FaceTime or something? Yeah. I don't know. It holds on by a thread for sure, though. Yeah. But I mean, I think, yeah. It Blessing and a curse of social media, I guess, Yeah, though. it is. It is. I know, because I'm like, hey, on social media, you, look, you guys look great. Totally. And it's funny because I feel like this happens to me a lot. Like, everyone's like, hey, life looks awesome. And I'm like, Haha, if only you knew. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. and not like it's bad, but you know what I mean? Like, you only put what's good out there, obviously. It's, it's your highlight reel. Yes. Yeah. And so I do that to my friends a lot, like a friend that just got engaged and she's traveling from the, my Bloomington life, right? And I'm like, oh my God, how is life? Blah, blah, blah. And then she'll like actually fill me in like, oh, work is this and this is, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, good. It's not like, it's not always sunshine and rainbows because sometimes you compare yourself and you're like, oh my God, everyone else's life is perfect. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that was a lot. Friendships are tough. They but are. also great because like i don't know friendships like i i just was in las vegas seeing my best friend who moved there yeah and she's pregnant and she's like oh my god i have no friends yes she's like my neighbor, like like actually no like friends. actually yeah, no friends right. and it was so funny she, she was like yeah tim her husband was like dude leave me alone you yeah. are you need friends because oh like my gosh. right all of her totally relationship goes to like he has to fill it right and so it is really important for uh-huh. relationships like a spousal relationship uh-huh. to also have friendships because you can't just have that one you can't just have one person yes it's a lot of pressure on that one person oh my gosh the amount of um times like you think just everyone has all of these pillars of life right like mm-hmm. romance family friends work right like i guess well yeah those would kind of be my top four but it's like let's say you like right now i don't have i mean i have coworkers and people i coach with but it's not like we're in the office nine to five and all of that stuff so it's like you know, whereas what sometimes those would be my confidants, that's like sprinkled now everywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you put that much more pressure on the other pillars of your life, you know? Yeah. And like, let's say you have, you're like estranged from your family, you don't have coworkers, and you, your friends are limited. Think of all the stress on that spousal relationship. That's literally her. She's like, yes. I work remote. I like I just log into Zoom, yes. I have a meeting. I don't communicate with many people outside right. of work. She doesn't have friends. She just moved here. I'm like, oh my god, Jess. Like, I know. So I flew out to go see her, and I was like, she's like, thank you so much. I was like, yeah. no, thank you, because this was very fun. But totally, it was uh, it was interesting because we're in totally different sides of our lives. Yeah, but like to know that you still need your friends to uh-huh. be there. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's really nice. I mean, I think long story short, or just kind of to like wrap this up is. Like, I think adult friendships are so important and, like, so invaluable. Like, you can't put uh, – it's not even a price tag, but you, like, really can't undervalue a really strong, sturdy friendship because they're hard. If anyone had to start from ground zero tomorrow to, like, make new friends, I'm sure you ask 10 people, 10 of them would be like, no, that sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe there's, like, one percentage of a person that would want to do that. But – but I would love to hear from um, our fans on how you guys make friends and honestly, like any uh, ways you charge your battery with your friends because like, yeah, I would love like, I, I would love a girls weekend, but it's just like, yeah, right now I'm in the stage where those are bachelorette weekends. So right. I think in like five years when no one's getting married and we're uh-huh. not already seeing each other, like that would be really fun. But That'll be super fun. Yeah. How do you charge your friendship battery? What does that look like for you? Um, and then just obviously like sending some 
appreciation towards the holiday season. I know this is the time when everyone circles up. At least I know that's what I'm doing. So um, hope you guys are reconnecting with all of your friends, past and future and current friends. Um, But yeah, follow us on social media. I'm at Allie Beck. And I'm at Mackie Beck. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Beck Girls Pod.